0: In this episode, we are talking about your firm's website and how to optimize your results after the search. Stay tuned. Giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients This is From Architecture to profitecture. I'm your host, Jake Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitex, hello. How are you? Welcome to the show. We continue our series on optimizing, on taking a closer look at all the platforms, online platforms that your firm is on, is marketing on, is selling on, to be honest with you. And this is the second part in the series devoted specifically to your firm's website and the notion of looking at SEO or search engine optimization and how you can maximize your results after the search. Now, I know some web marketing folks will say, well, that's not actually SEO, it's it's web design. I don't totally disagree with you, but it sounds good. SEO before the search and, and after the search. In fact, you could do you can go through all the keywords and you can take all the steps to to get yourself ranked on Google, but if the copy and the layout and the imaging and the emotion and intent of your website isn't there as soon as they click on your link, you've got anywhere from 0.5 half a second to three seconds before they're gone. And that that potential client may not ever come back to take a look at you, at least until they, they get a referral from someone else if you've happened to provide the excellent design and customer service that I know you do. So let's get into five tips that I have for maximizing your results after the search. I'm thinking about optimizing your, your search engine results. And the first comes, above the fold now what 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 does that mean for for those of you that may have never had a, a newspaper thrown into your driveway delivered to your front door that that's we're talking about it's a it's a term from physical newspapers that you that you may have bought at a at a newsstand or again had, had delivered to your house it's that first headline that you read before you open the newspaper before you open the magazine uh, say what's on the cover What's the first thing they see when they when when they click on your Google search engine result, or they type in the web address based on on a business card uh, that they, that they've received? What is that headline or header? There are three notions that you need to deliver very quickly. How do you help them? How will it make their lives better? And how do I buy? No, how do I buy? I know it's it sounds a little salesy, markety, but really, it's how do I book a call? How do I book a discovery call? How do I make an appointment to come into your office? How do I see more of your projects? What's the f- first and, and quickest step that, that we can take to, to initiate a conversation and a relationship in, in preparing designs for, for their next project? Those need to happen very quickly. Again, we're, we're talking seconds that, that folks have as they look at your website to, to make a decision the, whether they even want to to enter that relationship with you, whether they want to start to build a working design relationship with you. So some tips for, for answering those questions. Don't be jargony. Don't Don't succumb to talking to other architects or other landscape architects, landscape designers. We know our lingo. Most clients do not. Most clients don't care to. So don't be clever in thinking of these, these bigger grandiose notions, this existentialism <laughs> don't don't succumb to, to to clever language that you can that that you think you you've you've distilled the the essence of architecture into six words and man i'm I'm gonna put this up in, in bold letters on my website and you know they're either going to take it or leave it. well, if you're getting if you're getting too clever they're they're gonna leave it. they're gonna leave um, period so, don't give them a riddle. Give them exactly what you're going to deliver for them. And, and I don't mean a set of drawings. I don't mean support during bidding and construction. I mean what is the the end result, both externally and internally? What kind of success can the client see from you because of the expertise that you bring to a project? So that's number one. And then very quickly, number two, and I would suggest to hide this slightly below the fold highlight the negative highlight the negative what are you talking about jake i'm talking about what are the potential ramifications of not working with you of not working with a design professional period we've seen we've heard stories rather of so many folks trying to go it on their own trying to say that my contractor has a guy has a draftsman has a as a designer, my contractor can do it himself. You know someone at the city. What are the what are the negative effects of not bringing you in into the project? Now, if you're working on much larger commercial or industrial projects, if you're working on on, on civic uh, projects, you know this this may be this may not be so cut and dry, but there are ways to highlight your value as a, as a design professional in things that can be missed, in costs that can be overrun because you're not part of the team or because a design professional is not part of the team. Go ahead and, and, and take a second just to touch on those, touch on those pain points. And, and the client may know this, but in, in many cases, they, they don't know. They don't know what, what they're missing. They think they may think that that we are a dime a dozen, that we are a commodity, and touching on those pain points is, is a point of empathy. It's a point of of understanding the things that they're going through, and giving them the understanding that uh, that we have the expertise to, to to solve those particular problems. So, take a second, only a second. Don't don't spend your whole website on it, but. Take a second to highlight the negative and and then you introduce how you can help them. What is your process? The next piece, the next part of the puzzle here. And again, I, I would refrain from in- industry jargon. Don't just list the standard AIA, ASLA, or ASID, whatever other organization you, you, you wanna get to. Um, don't just list their, their standard lists of documents. Or, or processes to go through, have you given yourself a proprietary process? Have, has your firm come up with a catchy name, not a kitschy name, a catchy name for, for this design process? It could just be taking the same design process and, and and putting a little spin on it, putting a little marketing spin on it, but some way that you can clearly understand the steps that they will go through to achieve success, to achieve the transformation, not only physically in the physical space but also internally emotionally how will the client's life and business be bettered by by having you there that's number 3 number 4 very clear how do i buy and again that's that's a little bit of you might call it salesy language marketing language but how do i book a call with you how do i get into a discovery session with you how do i come visit you at your office how do you come to my house to see to see what i'm what i'm thinking make it very easy make it very clear whether that's listing your phone number it could be that these days it should be a link to an online calendar appointment whether that's calendly or acuity or some other service is there a simple button online that they can click to to meet with you face-to-face or meet with you over the phone or these days in the days of COVID-19, coronavirus, if if you are listening in the future. First of all, welcome. Thank you for watching the replay or listening to the replay here. Are there ways to meet virtually? Because we don't necessarily have the opportunity to go out and meet face-to-face and shake hands. I say the word shake hands, and, and so many of us in in shelter in place and quarantine conditions now, you, you might you tense up a little bit when you hear when you hear the word shake hands. But that's that's the time that we're living in now. I'm recording this April 9th, 2020. Are there ways to to understand the problems that they're facing and for them to understand the solutions that you provide? Now I've got a six, I've got a bonus one. I wanted, to, I wanted to keep it to five, but but I couldn't. Number six, that should be on the front page of your website, is a way to generate leads. Please don't let this be sign up for my newsletter. Nobody wants nobody wants to sign up for a newsletter. Nobody, myself included. Nobody needs a, a monthly what what I've been working on. What's uh, what's on the boards? You know that's that that's all well and good, but. That should be handled by your more uh, constant presence on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, maybe TikTok, I don't know. But nobody wants to sign up for your newsletter. They they would like something in return. You need to think about a freebie. Is that a video series? Whether it's detailing a a recent project or it's going through who's on staff in your office or about your design process or it's a guide to kitchen renovation, if that's one of your specialties, or it's seven factors to consider when uh, you know, remodeling your, your lobby spaces or your or, or your back of house spaces in the case of a hotel. And Whatever it is, give them something for free. Give your knowledge away, give your expertise away, give past experience away in, in, in the forms of, of past projects. But make sure that you're giving something in return for that email address, because that email address is its gold these days. Uh, It's not just shares and likes and comments on social media to have their email address to be able to to send them offers and updates. And yes, weekly, monthly newsletters, but not have that be the the only thing You, you want to give more value than than you think think maybe five or 10 times more than than your initial thoughts. So let let that be a bonus six part of your website. But at its very core, your website should answer, how do you help your potential clients? How will it make their lives better? How will it make their businesses better? And then how do they buy? How do they get in touch with you? How How do they work with you? And an overarching theme to all of these should be the idea of the story. And uh, now what do I mean by the story or the story arc? It's that age old, This it sounds totally cliche. It's it's that age old notion that you're taking someone through, through a story. A client who has a problem and is looking for a solution meets you as the guide. The design professional is the guide and your potential client is the hero and you've you're guiding them along a journey that brings them through and to a transformation, whether that's coming up with the success of a project or that's avoiding the failure of cost overruns or delays or gosh, a cruddy looking project Um, that it's all, it's all elements of storytelling and those should all be woven into the five, six pieces rather that that we just went through here. well, at least to paraphrase Dave Ramsey, you don't want to tell a story, you want to invite them into your story. Inviting potential clients into your story is a an amazing way to build business success. Just telling your story is a great recipe for bankruptcy. And I'd love to hear feedback on those. Again, you can you can direct message me on any of the social platforms at Jake Krakowski. This is part two of a series where whether you have extra time or not in these days of of COVID, um, are you taking a look back at your your firm's website? Is it telling the best story for your clients? Not just the story of your expertise and your education and past projects, but is it telling the stories of and for your potential clients? And can you make those better, both so that as we detailed in part one, Google is grabbing the right keywords, grabbing the right information and feeding it to them. And then here on this episode, are you maintaining their engagement and their interest? And are you getting them to click the buy now button and book a call with you, book a meeting with you, and eventually enter into a working relationship? So we will continue the series with starting to look at social media platforms. That's Facebook, that's um Pinterest. That's Instagram. That's what have you. And we're we're going to get into YouTube as well. I think that's, that, that's a big one that design professionals are not taking advantage of. So we're going to dig into that later on in the series. Uh, but again, thank you for watching. And until next time, make it a great week because our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit com slash podcast.